Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Great selection, some very special, wonderful music this morning to open up a Thursday here at JM in the AM. Welcome to a Thursday, everybody. A couple from uh, Benny Friedman. Yeah. We did uh, both Ivrian Ochi and Kulam Sharim. Before that, Shalshalas had Yafya Fisa Yoya, <coughs> done by Kaveret, off of the live Kaveret Bapark uh, CD, triple CD. Diaspora had the uh, 
Hafach, the selection off the reunion album, and Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday on this June 22nd, the 28th of Sivan. Getting closer and closer to Tammuz. Tomorrow night is Rosh Chodesh. Yeah, Friday night. Tomorrow night is Rosh Chodesh. Keep that in mind. And um, we're getting ready for a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos and Sunday. 70 degrees outside with 68% humidity. Winds are north at four miles an hour. Mostly sunny with a high 81. Then tonight, mostly cloudy, low 72. Tomorrow, cloudy skies, a high Friday, 86 degrees. 77 in Yerushalayim, 70 here. In New York City, as we say good morning at JMNAM. Slight technical problem right before the show, so I apologize to those who were tuned in uh, for the half hour or tried to tune in during the half hour before our show this morning, what traditionally is the bonus JM slot. Uh, thank you, ZK. Everything is back online, and we're up. A big hello to Daf Yomi Yid, uh, who's very happy that we're back up. Big hello to Yona, who's very happy that we're up. And a big thank you to... Um, EZ, at least that's how the uh, email address starts, uh, who's also, I'm sure, very happy that we are back up based on the reaction on our app. Don't forget the NSN app, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Gives you the opportunity to comment on everything that we're doing and let us know where you are, etc., etc. NSN app for Android and iPhone. You could listen, you can comment, you could be part of the whole thing. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Feinstein and Grun families, uh, Hilney Feinstein Ari Grun were married last night. Mazal Tov. It was great being there at the big celebration. And also had an opportunity to head on over to the um, Mints and Rosenblum wedding uh, that took place also in Borough Park, Brooklyn. And a special Mazal Tov to Miriam Mintz and Abba Rosenblum. Um, <laughs> it's a quote-unquote long story, but Abba and I have had arrangements uh, for about the last 10 years. Uh, that he'd make sure to invite me to his wedding. He certainly did, and I'm glad that I was able to stop by and wish Mazel Tov to the entire family. So to everybody, but especially to the Rosenblum's very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, plenty happening today. Mort Klein scheduled to join us, national president of the ZOA. Um, we will speak with uh, Izzy Kiefer and Heshi Rosenwasser. They are both going to be here. Izzy is out with the brand-new album entitled uh, Uncork the Bottle. So we'll speak with him coming up here at JM in the AM. And, oh, here we go. Knew I had the CD in front of me somewhere. Um, so that's the CD entitled Uncork the Bottle. Izzy Kiefer Volume 2 featuring Heshi R, Shia Rubenstein, Shlomo Chaviv, and I think others as well. So we'll speak about that coming up. And um, Yitzi Katz is going to join us in the third hour. Talk about the kosher GP, GPS that he's been involved with for a long, long time. Today is a full day on our network, as you can imagine, a full day on our network. And um, really, I mean, we have a full day on our network today. We'll go through the whole schedule coming up later on. Miriam L. Wallach and I, in fact, are, are reunited as a radio team for the first time in I don't know how long. I think we'll have to sit and figure it out. But it's been a long time, 11 o'clock this morning. We'll present the Thursday live lunch coming up right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Also, big news. You know, with all this news, all of our guests and all the different people that we're going to be speaking to and all the wonderful things that are happening here uh, with the uh, with the epicenter of activity being in our studios here in New York City, uh, Judd's Memphis, the Judd's Memphis food truck, is going to be in front of our studio. 
in front of the Nahum Single Network studio right here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan from 5.30 until sellout today. So anybody near the Lower East Side or anybody on the Lower East Side or anybody close to Lower Manhattan or anybody who's traveling down the FDR Drive who wants to hop off a block and a half <laughs> and then hop back on. If you're on the FDR South, it's real easy. Uh, Izzy's, excuse me, Judd's Memphis is uh, going to be uh, with their truck outside of our studio uh, on Grand Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Again, that starts at 5.30 this evening and goes until they are sold out. All right? So keep that in mind. I'm sure there'll be a lot of very, very happy people. Oh, Williamsburg. That's right. Williamsburg folks who want to come over as well. You have that opportunity because of uh, is because of Judd's Memphis. There we go. I don't know why I keep misidentifying him, but I'll make it up to Judd's somehow. JM in the AM at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock as we say good morning on this Thursday. Thanks for listening in and being part of an amazing radio experience at the Nahum Siegel Network. Oh, and I wanted to mention a special hello. A, there we go. A special hello to Rabbi Benji Kramer. Uh, he is literally heading up to Camp Nesher today. And uh, he told me that there'll be plenty of people, no doubt, up at Camp Nesher who are going to be listening to us at JM and the AM and the Nahum Single Network continuously all summer long. So everybody in Camp Nesher, special shout-out to you this morning from all of us here at JM in the AM. Nerame no, nerame no, nerame 
Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM. Good tune from Yaakov Shweki, Ach Sameach. Before that eighth day, had a better me. Viazar, that's Udi Ulman. Yehuda Green had a Shem Melech. You heard Mordechai Shapiro in there with Ivdu. Neranano was David Gabe off of Shire Pinchas, volume number two. Thursday morning, 70 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high of 81. And this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. Galitzal is, please tell me Galitzal is in the background, <laughs> or if not, hopefully it will be soon. Let's see if we can get the uh, news to work again. If we can, then we'll present our Israel news coming up. No, we will not be presenting news from Israel this morning, it seems. There is some, er- <coughs> excuse me, there's some error somewhere that's going to prevent us from doing that, and I apologize. Uh, we will speak with Mort Klein 15 minutes from now, national president of ZOA. Get his impressions of some of the things going on in this world. By the way, a very special Mazel Tov going out to the Garfinkel and Sprecher families. Uh, Racheli Garfinkel and Yaakov Sprecher getting married tonight. Mazel Tov to our Mrs. Avram Garfinkel, to, of course, Fagi and Mendel Sprecher. Anybody who goes into the kitchen click today or any day in the next few uh, in Brooklyn, New York. You make sure to wish the Sprecher family a very special Mazel Tov. That wedding is taking place tonight in Brooklyn, New York. So we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Reminder, we have an amazing lineup all through the day. Charlie Harari comes up at 9 o'clock right after JM in the AM with Unlocking Greatness. Spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs is joined by Joyce Azria, CEO of Avec Le Phil. Um, that'll be happening at 10 o'clock. That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach this week. ORAS, Rabbi Jeremy Stern, the Organization for Resolution of Agunot, addressing the recent article on Arut Sheva discussing the numerous men suffering under the hands of their recalcitrant wives who won't accept a get. That's happening at 10.30 this morning on That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach. During the live lunch, we're going to be joined by Naftali Engel, proprietor of the Rebbe's Choice and purveyor of Great Herring. The herring man is supposed to stop by during our live lunch today. And if that's not enough food uh, for one day here at or near the Nahum Single Network Studios, Judd's Memphis, their truck is going to be in front of our studio on the Lower East Side on Grand Street today from 5.30 p.m. until they're sold out. So you have a great chance for a delicious Thursday night dinner if you just hang around our studios. <laughs> Simple as that. That's how it works. Tomorrow, of course, the weekly update. 7.40 tomorrow morning, Malcolm Honeline helps us get through the uh, news uh, items and events of the week. Weekly update tomorrow, 7.40 in the morning right here at JM in the AM. And a big happy anniversary to Jamie and Yoey Turkel. They are celebrating their wedding anniversary today. And I know that in the entire JM in the AM and Malcolm Single Network family joins me in wishing a very happy anniversary to uh, Jamie and Yoey um, on this uh Big day for them from all of us here at JM in the AM. So there you go. Plenty more coming up. It's a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. And, um, oh, I don't know. I don't know what direction to go in musically. Just have no idea. By the way, Izzy Kiefer is on the way. Rumor has it he's already on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Izzy Kiefer, Heshiar, they are expected in studio here at JM and the AM. 
a new music alert Thursday. They got a brand new album entitled Uncork the Bottle. We'll speak with them coming up this hour. If you keep it here at JM in the AM. Come on. 
J.M. in the A.M. Yidel with Leva Chad. You heard uh, Lashana Haba. That was Leva Nefesh. Sherwood Goffin's Harachaman. Thankful opened up the hour. Shalshelis Jr. off of their CD here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. Well, it's no secret one of the greatest fighters for Israel is Amort Klein, the national president of the ZOA, the Zionist Organization of America, and essentially, as I've been saying on the air, for about the last three weeks, since June the 1st, uh, when President uh, Trump signed the waiver, I have been very anxious to get Mort Klein's reaction to this. Maybe he can give us some advice of how the pro-Israel community should be reacting to this latest development from the White House. And finally, we pulled the trigger yesterday and uh, asked Mort to join us to discuss this and uh, other topics regarding uh, Israel and its relationship with the United States. Mort Klein, National President, ZOA, welcome back to JM in the AM. Well, Nachum, it's uh, great to be with you and your very important audience. I'm so glad to be able to speak to the people who will listen to you every day. I appreciate that very much. Well, it's been three weeks, Mort. Uh, You know, how do the pro-Israel people react? Should we keep a positive outlook? Should we be really down on the President of the United States? What do you think of the embassy decision? Well, look, uh, (laughs) Dianne Feinstein, (laughs) uh, under the urging of her top aide then, uh, Dan Shapiro, who, who, was, who was the recent ambassador to Israel, right. put in this waiver clause uh, that the, the United States doesn't have to move if they claim that it's a security problem. <laughs> By not moving it because of threats of terrorism and terrorism, you only encourage more terrorism and say terrorism pays. <laughs> uh, you, we can never allow Islamic terrorism threats or Islamic terrorism to determine policy. This was a terrible mistake. <laughs> we should have made it clear. Trump should have made it clear. Uh, Jerusalem is off the table. Don't even think about it because it's not going to happen. Because if that becomes a sticking point, there'll never be uh, uh, any sort of resolution. So I think this was a, 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 an awful mistake he made. And uh, <clears throat> there's other uh, deep concerns, frankly. <laughs> uh, the administration is reviewing <clears throat> the General John Allen plan, which was a guy who worked for Obama. <laughs> Uh, uh, along with Colonel Chris Bauman, together presented this plan to Obama. Chris Bauman now works for Trump. He's in the National Security Council. A very big mistake to have him there. What is the plan? <laughs> very simply, Israel to go back to the 67 armistice lines, uh, uh, except for modification for the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, the larger communities, and have the IDF leave Judea and Samaria and have American troops or other troops there uh, to offer security, which would be a terribly uh, dangerous situation. The plan also means giving up the Jordan Valley, uh, which would be uh, really an impossible security situation if Israel were to do that. So I'm very worried about what is going on now, and uh, I've made that clear to the administration myself. Mort Klein with us. He is national president of ZOA. Let me go back for a moment to the embassy issue. If in fact, and, and you privately, I know, have expressed that there's still hope, that you do think that at some point in the Trump administration there could be an embassy move. If he is in fact surrounded by he and those who you just described, wouldn't that make it almost impossible to believe? <laughs> no, I happen to know. Uh, from inside, that, that uh, Donald Trump very much wants to move the embassy, and he's strongly supported, by the way, by Steve Bannon and Sebastian Gorka, mm. two people that the far left of the Jewish community have uh, vilified. Right. 
absurdly, they're such great friends. <laughs> so he does want to move the embassy. <laughs> I'm sure he will move it before the end of his term. I feel absolutely certain. Uh, and there, I have reasons I can't say in the air why I know that to be true. Mort Klein is with us. All right, so now on the bigger issue which you just raised, which is, is somewhat scary, as you just described, uh, some of the items that could be included in U.S. demands in a peace process. I mean, where do we go from here? We know that the prime minister has essentially played the game. I don't love that term, but we'll use it for now. Played the game pretty well, uh, continuing to express Israel's desire for peace, certainly being cordial and more to the president when he arrived in Israel, etc., etc. Plus, I know this week there are advisors from the White House who are traveling in Israel, I assume, with the peace process in mind. How far do you think this can go? If, the, if Washington at this point is, you know, has a reputation as being a friend of Israel, uh, could, could it turn very quickly? <laughs> well, if they're going to be promoting, as uh, is possible, some of the same policies that Obama was promoting, uh, 67 lines, lines with some uh, minor modifications, uh, this can never, uh, ever work. Israel can never agree to that. Right. <laughs> And what Israel should be doing, frankly, <laughs> is two, they should be saying three things. One, we can't negotiate until they get rid of the law that says they will pay salaries to the families of Jew killers. Uh, 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 and the more Jews they kill, the bigger the salary. Until they, they, in a written statement, commit to changing the textbooks, the Palestinian Arab textbooks, which promote murder and violence against Jews, and to write in a written statement, they're going to rescind the names of schools, streets, and sports teams. They're named after Jew killers, glorifying them. <laughs> and uh, Israel and the U.S. must commit, must demand a commitment to have nothing to do with Hamas. The PA now has an alliance with Hamas, however soft. And, uh, and the third thing they must demand is refugees is off the table. <laughs> and, and I have to say, <laughs> the Jewish communal world, and Netanyahu must make it clear that there's no occupation. This is a terrible word that's used, and it's not true. Israel's given away 40% of Judea and Samaria, 100% of Gaza. That's where 99% of the Arabs live. They have their own parliament, schools, textbooks, newspapers, radio and TV, businesses, police force. They run everything except security because there's still terrorists there evolving to come into Israel to murder. So occupation is a total lie. There was never an, uh, an Arab state in Judea and Samaria, uh, and they never legally occupied it. <laughs> and the second thing, the Jewish world, which is not doing so, and, and, and Israeli officials, which are not doing so, is to make it clear to the world, that, and no one has said this publicly except ZOA, <laughs> Jerusalem is not holy to Muslims. It's never been the capital of any other nation except Israel. Uh, uh, the majority of people living in, Israel, in Jerusalem since the mid-1800s have been Jews. The majority has been Jews. Our Jewish holy books mention uh, Jerusalem 700 times. It's never in the Koran. And you notice it's called Palestine. That's a Roman name. Why isn't it an Arab name if this is an Arab uh, sovereign territory? Mm. <laughs> they, in fact, Arabs can't even pronounce the word P. <laughs> it's not their name. Uh, and we have to make it clear, Jerusalem's off the table because it's not holy to you. And what about the fact, why is it called the Temple Mount, not the Mosque Mount? Because our Jewish temples were there. The mosque was built there to show superiority. They built it on top of the, te of the Jewish temples. 
We have to make it clear Jerusalem's off the table. It's not holy to you. This is one of the great Orwellian lies, along with the great Orwellian lie that there's an occupation when the Arabs control their own lives except for security. Mort Klein, National President ZOA. Uh, there's probably nobody better at communicating these messages to Washington, to Jerusalem. It's amazing how you're always at the forefront in a clear manner, uh, telling both cities and, and both administrations uh, the way they should be thinking regarding Israel. Uh, could you give a word of encouragement and advice to those who are listening right now who want to be more involved, who, who would like to, to email, to use social media, uh, to, be, to be in touch with the administrations, and, and explain to everybody why it's so important that everybody take that role and do so? Yes, well, they can learn more about these issues that you and I have just discussed if they go to our website, zoa.org, zoa.org. We have new material every week, <laughs> and it's important to write one or two sentence letters to your congressmen or senators uh, about these issues, about the danger of establishing a Palestinian Arab terrorist state. <laughs> uh, but I think Trump is committed to doing the right thing, but it's important for Israel and the Jewish communal world to be strong and tell the truth of the Arab-Islamic war against Israel. You know, only yesterday we had another Muslim stab a policeman in the neck in Detroit. It was on page 16 of today's New York Times. So this this is a very serious issue that the Arab-Islamic world does not, uh, certainly does not want peace with Israel. They want Israel gone. We have to make it clear that we stand strongly behind them and stop this nonsense of uh, condemning a a non-existing occupation and acting as if there was a Palestinian Arab state there. Uh, We can't allow a state. It'll be a terrorist state. It'll be Hamas, Iraq, and Libya, and Syria on Israel's longest border. That's what a Palestinian state will be, and we have to uh, make it clear to our our representatives and our Jewish leaders to speak out against such a thing. Stop using this term two-state solution. It's only a formula for having a terrorist entity on Israel's longest border. It'll make things worse, not better. The website is zoa.org. Again, zoa.org. Mort Klein is national president of the Zionist Organization of America, and the headline from this conversation certainly is that uh, Mort Klein, who uh, knows uh, more than most about what's going on in Washington, does feel at some point during this administration there will be an embassy move, and it'll head to Jerusalem. We're now six months into the new administration, and so far on that issue, we are disappointed. Mort, thank you so much for joining us and for uh, giving us some insight. It's much appreciated. Thanks for having me, uh, Nachum. Plenty more coming up. It's Thursday, and this is JM in the AM.
Shame in the AM with Gershon Varoba. Let Me Be is the name of that one. Off of his Ani Yisrael album. Thursday morning, Izzy Kiefer, Heshi R. They're in studio. They're going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes. A new music alert Thursday on a CD entitled Uncork the Bottle. We'll have them, we'll have them rather, and their special guests uh, joining us coming up at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Basar of Zev, and Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Zechonish Bas Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Talmud, in the Tractate of Kedushan, a fascinating story. There were certain captive women that were redeemed and came to Nardea. They were taken to the house of the great Rav Amram Chasida. They were given lodging in the attic. The ladder was removed from under them. As one passed by the skylight that separated the two floors, the light revealed the woman to Rav Amram below. Rav Amram then grabbed the ladder, which was extremely heavy. Ten men could not raise it. Yet, he alone set it up and began to climb up the ladder. When he, when he had gone up halfway, he stopped. He cried out, a fire at Ravamram's. A fire at Ravamram's. The Chachamim reproached him that he had caused them to shame him. Ravamram said, It's better that you shame Amram in this world than that you should be ashamed of him in the next world. He then commanded the Yetzahara to leave him, and he said, You are fire, and I am flesh, but yet I am stronger than you. The Divrei Sheol says a very interesting insight. We should know that these and similar incidents are printed in Shas, in the Talmud. It's to show us that we should know that the earlier tzaddikim mentioned are not malachim, they're not angels. If they were, 
then we couldn't learn from them. We need to understand that they had a regular teva, nature, with the same natural instincts in the same Yetzirah that sometimes visit us. It almost got the better of them, but because of their great tzidkus, their righteousness, they were able to withstand the test. The mere fact that it says, Nur Amram, a fire in the house of Amram, we see that the Yetzahara conflicted the thoughts of Amram, just as it might conflict our very own thoughts. We learn in Kedushin, Hashem says to Bnei Yisrael, My children, Barasi Yetzahara, I created the evil inclination, and I created the Torah as an antidote. Yermiyo Novi says that the words of Torah are like fire. That is what Hashem says, and only fire can fight fire. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Uncork the bottle It's been sealed for far too long What's been meant to preserve is just turning foul The smell and taste are far too strong Uncork the bottle Tip it over and damn the spill It's time to pop open the unstoppable stopper And let all that Uncork the bottle. Nina nili nili, upshani lets me money. Ilo achshan ematai, ilo achshan ematai. So many futures I thought would be nice. So many speculations left untouched. So many stories I wanted to write. So many futile stories. Uncork the bottle Let the genie out of the lamp It's time to spill the wine And take back what's mine And leave all I produce with mine Double slam Uncork the bottle Put the past behind me And just live It's time to move ahead And leave the boogaboos for dead In reverse 
Uncorked bottle. Kimshai. Nabishu snaps. Lachayim. Uncorked bottle. circumstances to be right no more waiting for a good omen no more that keeps me from my true love no more sitting on the sidelines no more rituals pedestals or kid gloves I wanna get somewhere in this lifetime I'm going to bottle but shake it up It's called Uncork the Bottle. How many different sound effects for a bottle opening did you go through before you settled on that one? I'd that like one I actually borrowed from uh, Yossi Green. He there gave me go. permission to use it, and he has it on one of his songs. Hey, good morning to Izzy Kiefer and Heshi R. They're both in the studio this morning. Mazal Tov on the brand new album. Thank you. It is called Uncork the Bottle. Uncork the Bottle is the name yeah. of the brand new uh, title track. Congratulations. So, how, how many years between albums is he? It's eight years, something like is that. It eight? Yeah. Well, I, I don't have this guy that comes over and says, okay, I'm going to give you money. To, <laughs> so I got to do it myself, and I um, I do it slowly. Get some money together, go into the studio, record. How does one say uncork the bottle in Hebrew? Chaletz et habakbuk. Chaletz et habakbuk. That doesn't sound too good. No, uncork the bottle sounds <laughs> it's better. It's like rescue the bottle. That's what it literally means, right? <laughs> Why? Um, Why is this the message of this album? Well, Heshi wrote a song about uh, procrastination is the word? Well, yeah, yeah, basically, you know, getting up and, uh, you know, doing the things that you've been push- pushing off for a long time. Right. Finally getting around to it. And everybody can relate to that, you know? Oh, yeah. So um, what I did is I, um, first we had to um, Jewishize the song. You Judaized it. Judaized <laughs> it. And I put the, even like Achshav and Masayim and Amili and all that stuff. Then we had to finalize it, and the third stage was to Nachum Siegelize it. <laughs> and here you are. And here we are. <laughs> so it's out. It's out there how long already? Uh, just a week and a half, a week, a week. So about a week and a half or so. And you spend most of your day musically or not? What are yes, you, what I'm, are you involved at, in uh, I'm a full-time music teacher at the North Shore Hebrew Academy. And full-time for how many years? Eleven almost. Oh, you're, so you're the guy at North Shore. Well, there's another music teacher, right? and we work together. Anybody I know? I don't. Her name is, her name is Marceline Yellen. Hmm. Really so nice lady. So the two lady. of you are full time at North yeah. Shore. 
yeah. a lot of students there. Yeah, choir, the whole thing. People confuse the high school with us, but it's it's kind of a little bit separated. But it's oh, it's one big roof. Well, nonetheless, it's a big yeah, school, right? It is. Uh, choir, the whole thing. Yeah, choir, chumash uh, play, sidur right. play, all everything has to do with music in the schools I'm involved with. Choir is difficult, and uh, it's sometimes tedious, right? Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot of a lot of work. You got to get there early in the morning, make sure they're singing on key, and right. a lot of stuff involved. Then they got to be at the school dinner, right? They tape us, and uh, it's a it's a process. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's like producing an album. Well, <laughs> I got to say, Gidon was, was really good. I worked with you Gidon Levine. You were in Gidon's studio with this? Gidon Levine, yeah. Still the, the, the same old beautiful studio? No, no, he, he moved. He's in Marine Park. Ah. He's not in Borough Park anymore. But, His um, old studio was I, I went wonderful. to him because um, I wanted to hear imitations of um, Mona and Moshe Laffer. Right. <laughs> For that reason alone. And he could do that well. <laughs> oh, very well. Heshi are you dominating your day with music or not? Uh, well, it's it's what I like to do, but it's not what I do for a living, unfortunately. Would you like to become a music but teacher I, in a school? We could we could we could we could uh, I'll, we could I'll, lobby for that. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> no? let Mister take care of that for me. <laughs> yeah. People think so, so. You compose and arrange and sing at your convenience. Pretty much. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. All People right. think what? What were you going to say? That's, it has nothing to do with uh, musicianship. Well, a little bit to do musicianship. Yeah. Teaching is a lot of... Well, teaching is... Yeah, it's is, different, right? It's theatrics. It's getting right. the kids involved. It's, it's inspiring them, yeah. the whole thing. I cannot go into a classroom and just play songs. Right. You know, that's not going to work. So. you got to convince them why this is a good idea. Yeah, so, I mean, there, it, there are plenty of musicians that are much better than me and much more talented, but when they come into a classroom in front of a kids they're like okay what do i do now you right. know they have no idea so it's 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 a learning process i learned a lot in the last 11 years the musical composition for the title track is yours correct yes it is and uh tough process easy you love composing comes at you i don't know every five years a good song like how does it work well, well what happens is that it comes in waves i there are times when it just doesn't stop and i keep writing and i keep writing and then a something happens spell. a dry spell that can last years Years, <laughs> years, mamish, and and then I don't know. I don't necessarily know what triggers it, what starts it, what stops it. But then you know, it's like once I start, then it's like okay, just step out of the way and let it happen. You know. But Heshi has a system where he, he he thinks of one liners. He writes them down. So he has like a whole list of one liners. I have and then, a, and this will be good in a song at some right, point. Right, and then he right. puts them together and he right. weaves it. And it's a whole it's a whole notebook full of throwaway lines. So even during dry times, you are yeah. I well, I have the I have the uh, the resources to draw on. Right. You know. So I want to talk about the the, the next song we're going to put on. Yeah, what are we doing? We're doing... Uh, Guide me through this conversation, yes, Izzy it's Kiefer. Yes, Koamar, Mordechai Ben David's old uh, song. Yeah. And I tried to do... Uh, I'm not comparing myself to Mordechai Ben David at all. You, you Izzyized it? I Izzyized it, and uh, you you coined the phrase, you know, Izzy's version of, so now it's I have a whole album already, future album of that, just that title alone. <laughs> but uh, so I got all excited about the song, and I'm playing it for my wife, right? right? And, uh, you know, that's a good song to teach, by the way. That's a good, that's a good, yeah, it's a good, good song. To, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that disapproving look that your wife gives you. Right. And I'm she like, wasn't happy with it. Well, I said, you don't like it? No, no, it's great. It's great arrangement. It's beautiful. It's, it has a thing. But there's something about it you don't like. Well, you're confused. So I said, I'm confused? Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, the first time you said Be'eretz Lozarua, right? right? You said an Israeli accent. Ah. The second time, you said it in America. Right. Be'eretz. 
And the third time you sang it, you said Bieretz, like a Russian. <laughs> you don't know where you are. <laughs> so, so we're, we're going back and forth. I'm not going to go back into the studio and re-record it. Who notices these things? Well, if I notice it, other people are going to notice. What are going on? So it's very funny. So she said, you have to make sure, you have to decide where your loyalty lies, with the Israelis, the Americans, or the Russians. So what did it end up? I just left it the way it is. It's fine. So we'll notice it now for sure. Well, not yet. <laughs> now that you've called attention yeah. to it. Another thing um, is that uh, I was going to have a trumpet player uh, play the middle part. Right. So I wrote note to note. And I went to the studio and Gidon uh, had to cancel me a few times. And I was trying to save some time. I said, oh, my God, I have to send it to Donnie to do it. And so I said, let me try to just sing the part. So Gidon looks at me and goes, you're kidding me, right? says, no. I mean, I, I rehearsed it. I wrote it down. Let's see how it goes. I said, well, if it doesn't work out, you're having the horn player play it. You know, because, you know. and two takes. One was good, but not great. He took, the second one was okay, and we left it. And that's right. the story of that me singing in the middle there. And we get to hear it. It's called <laughs> Koamar. We know it as the version done originally by Mordechai Ben David. Now yeah. this is Izzy's version of this song. Izzy Kiefer Heshiar in studio, a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. Neu'aich, 
אהבתי לך חסד נעורייך, אהבת כלולותייך, אהבת כלולותייך. לך אחריי במדבר, בארץ לא Izzy Kiefer and Heshiar. It's a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. We do this about every eight years or so. <laughs> Album is officially titled Izzy Kiefer Volume 2. It's Uncorked the Bottle, and that's Ko Amar here at JM in the AM. We mentioned North Shore Hebrew Academy earlier. Uh, that's where Izzy is on a regular basis, as he described. And the dean in Rosh Hashiva of the elementary and middle school of the North Shore Hebrew Academy is with us live via telephone. Uh, Rabbi Jeff Coburn is with us. Uh, we know each other longer than either of us care to admit. Uh, Rabbi Coburn, uh, good morning and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. So what are your thoughts uh, when you see such a uh, wonderful senior staff member release an album like this? Well, between us and every listener on the air right now, when, when we have assemblies and things in school, Izzy has the same knowledge and becues in 80s music that I have, <laughs> if he can play all those songs. So he will inevitably sneak in some Foreigner or Billy Joel or Earth, Wind & Fire. No Ario Speedwagon, uh, Izzy? <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yes, he definitely has a, uh, an affinity toward music of all types. Have you heard the new album yet? I have. It is on uh, continual replay in my automobile. Nice. And uh, we're 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 big. We're, I'm a big fan of Izzy as a musician, but the the kids and the teachers at North Shore Hebrew Academy are tremendous fans of Izzy as a person and a teacher, also. So we we have tremendous nachas. When was your last day of school? 
Yesterday, so we're uncorking the bottle ourselves a little bit today. <laughs> Very good, Rabbi. Rabbi Jeff Thanks. Coburn is with us. All right, um, uh, the. Um, it, it, it is not easy. We were, we were mentioning this earlier. It, it can't be easy to take a subject like music and transmit it to students of any age. Um, tell me about the importance of the role of a full-time musical director in a school like yours. We, listen, schools teach all kinds of subjects from general studies to Judaic studies and things like that, but there are certain things you can't teach in a classroom. You need to teach emotionally and feeling-wise. And someone like Izzy, not someone like Izzy, Izzy himself has tremendous patience and tremendous, he's a natural teacher. So he gives over his love of music and his, his neshama to these kids. He is beloved, I think, from kids from our two- and three-year-olds, who I see him doing own, uh, own gay shop Shabbat with. All the way through our eighth graders, we had our eighth grade graduation a week and a half ago, and he's the musician for accompanying the kids that there when they sing, and he just connects with them and gives over to them, and it's a tremendously important part of the curriculum in addition to all the other stuff. Yeah, patience and talent, that's for sure. Well, I thank you for joining us. I know you joined me in wishing a mazel tov to both Izzy and Heshi on this accomplishment, and to continue your amazing accomplishments, I keep hearing about the amazing and incredible things happening at the North Shore Hebrew Academy. You should be very proud, I'm sure you are, of the way the school is going. Thank you very much. Believe some of the hype, but um, <laughs> we, we hope that it's fewer than eight years for Volume 3. Bezrat Hashem. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Yeah, hence hence the line that I said. We do this about every eight years. So I, I think if we start putting the pressure on Izzy. My thanks are by Jeff Coburn. He's Dean in Rosh Hashiva, the Montreal Middle School, the North Shore Hebrew Academy. That's where Izzy, of course, is on a regular basis. And where would you like to take us to musically next? Okay, we're going to uh, Hamavdil, song number eight. Hmm. Hamavdil on a Thursday. Uh-huh. How do you like that? You know, it's uh, Erev Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. You know that? Mm-hmm. Why I mentioned that, I have no idea. But I'm just thinking I'm just thinking it's Thursday. People have a uh, very unusual weekend, two-day Rosh Chodesh, including Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. Why I'm even thinking of this randomly, I have no idea. But but I just thought I'd toss it in. All right, Hamavdil, go ahead. Right, so this is a song that uh, we wrote together. Heshi, I, Heshi wrote one part of the song. I wrote the second part of the song. And... And uh, actually, the part of the song that I wrote, I didn't, I didn't exactly write it. It's actually a song by Tom Waits called uh, Fumbling with the Blues. And it starts off with an English line, you know, Friday left me fumbling with the blues. And it's from an album called The Heart of Saturday Night. So already you have the Matzei Shabbos thing going on over there. Right. I, had spent much, I had spent a Shabbos a number of years ago at Izzy's house in Brooklyn. I was living in Long Beach at the time. Matzei Shabbos, I'm driving. Which Long Beach? Long Beach, New York. And uh, which, which is where you I did spend time in California. Right? I did. I did live in LA yeah. for a number of years. But anyway, I'm r- driving back to to Long Beach, New York, on Matzei Shabbos, and uh, and I'm thinking. And all of a sudden, the tune the tune hits me, and I start singing it to the words. And I'm thinking, you know, this works out perfectly, and it's got the whole heart of Saturday night thing going on over here. So uh, you know, I, I, as soon as I get back home, I call Izzy up. I say, we got to do this. <laughs> And uh, you know, I went back to his house uh, probably later that week, and uh, we, you know, we jammed on it. And next thing you know, we have it. And then, Iz- then Izzy writes the second part, and then you know, Vinayshir. You know, has Tom heard it yet? Uh, somebody in his office has heard it. You be- serious? Yes, because you know, we, we wanted to do things the right way, yeah. and uh, you know, it took it's, us it's, like two years to find to, to who find is, the, who the people in chasing charge chasing down of. the right person in the right 
because you know this song is from the ni- you know the 1970s right. and you know so many you know the, the song catalogs change hands and the whole legal right. thing but finally we managed to you know track the right person down and you know take care of it so uh so I, yeah so we actually have a, a tom a tom waits is a co-author of hamavdil here we basically. go hamavdil brand new izzy Kiefer, volume number two uh, uncork the bottle. It's called Hamavdil at JM in the AM. Hamavdil ben Kodesh
new music alert Thursday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com. On the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on our beloved NSN app. Reminder, tomorrow, 740 in the morning, it's uh, Malcolm Honline who will join us for the weekly update. Also a reminder, and I want to get Izzy and Heshi's reaction to this, that today... On the Lower East Side of Manhattan, right in front of the Nahum Single Network Studios, Judd's Memphis Kitchen, their food truck is going to be here starting at 5.30 this afternoon until they're sold out. What do you think? We're coming back. You came 12 hours too early. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> That's happening in front of our studio tonight. Well, you can come after work. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Manhattan night during the day? Yeah. There you time. go. So as she's going to be stopping by, people will be flying off the FDR South, uh, becoming a block and a half this way and then getting back on. And people from Williamsburg, I'm sure, will be here. And, of course, Lower East Siders, anybody in Lower Manhattan. So Judd's Memphis in front of our studio here on Grand Street. Uh, and that happens uh, tonight starting 530 until they are sold out. That's how it works. JM the AM with both Izzy Kiefer and Heshi are in studios. We celebrate the release of Izzy Kiefer's second volume. It's called Uncork. The bottle, and you know who's with us live via telephone? Somebody you worked with on this CD, and that is the one and only Shlomo Chaviv. Shlomo, Ooh. Baruch Haba, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Izzy. Ha-shlom I ha. want to congratulate Izzy on his new album, Behat Lacha. I know Izzy for over 15 years, great musician, singer, very good drummer, very talented. He is a great friend. Besides being a good friend, he has a wonderful personality, very positive person, and a very, very supported friend. Thank you. Thank I you. think, you know, we know Shlomo Chaviv for a, for 100 years, but I think, you re, I, think you re, I think you reintroduced him to us. I think, I think you had, uh, at some point, uh, Maybe. if I remember. I'm trying to get Shlomo to put out his album for 10 years already. It's only 10 years? It's only 10 years. Shlomo. No, but I made a few albums. I had a few albums. No, but, but the one that you're supposed one, to put out. It's coming, the new one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most recent thing we did with the Chaviv family was we featured the Shlomo Chaviv and his son, Michael, on a, sing- mm-hmm. on a single that uh, they released about a half a year. It's about a half a year ago, right? right. Like that, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's not a half a year. It's uh, like a few months ago we oh, did the song, months? you know, but now we're upcoming with the video clip. Oh, nice. Ase Mitzvah. Yeah, Ase Mitzvah. Right. And Easy is playing the part of uh, homeless there. Ah! And, uh, <laughs> and I just, let your family know, Izzy. Easy on the video. They shouldn't panic. <laughs> right. All right. Do, what, should we play anything? Uh, We're good. We played this We're song fine? already. Yeah. Oh, because Shlomo's on the Kohamar. Right, 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 right. Shlomo Chaviv, Todarabalacha. Todarabalachem, Beatzlacha. Todaraba. He's the best. He really is the best. Thank you. And uh, you, you've heard his son Michael's voice, oh, obviously. I used him on my Koamari. We did vocals and background stuff. Michael Michael is not only off the charts, but he went and got trained. And yeah, yeah. Just unbelievable. The guy has perfect pitch, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's unbelievable. Wake him up yeah. in the middle of the night. He'll, yeah. he will Give sing, me an E. He'll sing <laughs> the song story. accurately. No, you can ask him for a note. Right. And he'll it's just unbelievable. Sing it. Unbelievable. Anyway, that's the way to do it. Yeah. If somebody has raw talent, you go and perfect it in a, in a formal environment. And, that's right. Anyway, enough of my speeches. Izzy Kiefer, Heshi R in studio. It's JM. All right, where do you want to go to? We have uh, time for another song or two. What do we got? I want to mention one thing about uh, my dear friend uh, Heshi here. (laughs) He deserves a Gracia Shekoyach. Okay. uh, Heshi, do you want to translate that for us? In the the chain of uh, Dudu Fisher and other boxing uh, celebrities that you mentioned. Dimitri Salida. Right, and other people. Yuri Foreman. 
Right. So, Heshi, uh, tell the story about the doors. The doors. Uh, yeah. The, leg- the, the doors? The doors. Capital the, D? Capital D doors. Um, actually, it this was, was the while doors. You were in, uh, wait a second. When I was living in Los Angeles. You were doing the show off This was before that. Oh, before I, was, I was living in Los Angeles, California. I had just moved there, uh, and I was starting to. What know, year? This was in 2003. And mm-hmm. I had put my, uh, I was starting to dip my toes into the music scene over there. And uh, I had begun to play with a number of bands. And one of the bands that I was with, it turns out that a number of their musicians uh, were musicians and the road crew for the Doors of the 21st Century tour, which was going on at the time. Two of the surviving Doors, uh, Raymond Zarek and uh, Robbie Krieger, they were doing their thing. Um, Jewish and, guys. Uh, well, Manzarek wasn't, but uh, Robbie Krieger is. And um, these guys really were impressed by the way that I was handling uh, my playing my instrument, handling my instrument, and everything. That they uh, they took me out to uh, they took me out to lunch after one rehearsal, and they said, "We want you to be Raymond Zarek's keyboard tech on this tour." And I was I was stunned, and uh, I said, "Okay, uh, thank you very much for that. Let me let me think about it, uh, and I'll get back to you in a number of days." And I mean, this was first of all, you got to understand, I. Was there was a period of time, you know, as there was a period of time that I was not the frumest guy in the world. I wasn't the most observant. And when I got back to Los, when I got to Los Angeles, uh, I was really starting to get back into it once more, starting to become Shoma Shabbos. And I, I had just, I had just said, okay, no more gigs on Friday nights. And I began davening with the Happy Minion, you know, the Kalbach Minion over sure. there, and and you know, and now all that's of a sudden, speech? Uh, that's Pico Robertson. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, 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 and uh, and all of a sudden, out of left field comes this uh, this proposal, and this is like my you know my foot my foot into the door of the the larger rock and roll universe, you know, and after a week after a week, I I couldn't do this. I said, you know, this is you know, I call it back and I say, you know, I'm honored. I would love to do it, but I just can't. <laughs> And you know, it's like I wasn't about to give him a whole lecture about Shabbos, but that <laughs> right. was, but that was the reason. That, that probably would have backfired. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I've just become Shoma Shabbos again. I've got a, a a young girl in the house. It's like you know, you, you got to think of what's important over here. Yeah, and I really, I could have, I could have been in a completely different place right now. But you know, there there are some things that are a little bit more important. God is funny. He <laughs> yeah. pre- he presents this test to you after you've already made a commitment as opposed to 10 years earlier. Right. When you would have jumped at the opportunity. Exactly. I admire I I am I am I am in such admiration you can't imagine. <laughs> Thank people you. don't realize there are a lot of people listening right now and I've been through this a million times with some of the people that you mentioned. Um and people do not realize what it is to be tested. And mm. people are listening to this and going, well, if someone Offered you a Shabbos gig, obviously you'd say no. Like, what's the? It's and they don't realize no, when you're pre- so obvious, when you, you are know? presented <laughs> with your dream on a silver platter, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, a ple- now now even more of a pleasure to know you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right, Izzy Kiefer's here. Heshiar. We have time for one or two yes, more selections. What do you want to? Do? Um, it will never be the same. This is a song about. Uh, <laughs> That's a good song to play after Ashley's uh, presentation. <laughs> well, he he walked out of that meeting and said, "It'll never be the same." <laughs> I'll tell you that much. This is a serious song about Avi Grogan, Zichron Olivracha. He was a Chovesh uh, Kravi, a medical combat uh, soldier, uh, volunteered, actually uh, moved to Israel from uh, Chicago, and um, he actually passed away while attending another soldier. 
He he didn't just pass away, is he? He yeah. was a, he was a medic who was murdered right. as he's trying to save the life right. of a soldier. So, like the Yoram Gaon song, Chabalala uh, Lachovish, right. if you're familiar with. Same type of story. So it was very, very sad. And, and uh, you knew him personally. Yeah, he used to come to our house for Shabbos. My, his mother is very close with our parents. And he encouraged you to, good to, to go down this road. Right. He also encouraged me with music. And the Heshi, you knew him too, bro. I, I met him a few times at your house in right, Bite right. the Gun. Yeah. So uh, this, is, this is his story in, in this song. Song is called It Will Never Be the Same in the memory of Avi Grogan. You're listening. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. People need to realize that when you visit Israel and you walk freely and you go to all these places, it's because of these soldiers that gave their, their lives. It's a, point, it's a point we try to always make, and you're so right. Song is cold. It will never be the same. This is a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. When I think of you sometimes And I wonder what could have been those little times we shared, they seem like years And late at night, as the thoughts come crawling in I take a walk down memory lane, always glad when you came Together for Shabbos, it will never be the same mm, You came from far, to guard the country that you love Others in your place, they wouldn't leave their homes abroad you ran to give medical aid Despite the danger of it all While treating your friend You got shot and lost too much blood When the morning sun appeared We heard a knock on our door We knew what happened before the man spoke In the trauma of your funeral your mother refused to let go Even my father cried and couldn't control While reciting the prayer for your soul While saying the prayer for your soul In our hearts you shall remain Well it was you, yes you told me Not to give up and to pursue my dreams You heard my music and were amazed You said keep moving on strong But when I moved ahead You were gone When the morning sun appeared No more games or laughter Just a silence I can't hear nothing Nothing at all And late at night As the memories come crawling in I take a walk down memory lane Always glad when you came Together for Shabbos it will never be the same No, no, without you It will never be the same In our hearts you shall remain Oh, when I think of you When I think of you זכר אברהם שמואל בן יוסף מנחם הכהן, זכותו יגן עלינו. JM in the AM, there it is, a memory of Avi Grogan as described earlier. It's JM in the AM for a Thursday, spending our time uh, this segment with uh, Izzy Kiefer and Heshi R. We have time for one more selection, which we will get to. 
Mm-hmm. We should mention that I, I thought he may call in, but Shia Rubinstein, a very familiar name to a lot of people in this audience, also part of this album. Right, Rafaeno. Uh, he did duets with you? He wrote for you? What did he do? We did the song Rafaeno together. That's his song. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And, we played it before. Um, he's an amazing guy. Every time I turn around, he's doing something else. Oh, he's involved in a lot of projects. <laughs> a lot. I don't know how he gets everything done. but And raising a family at the yeah. same time. So a big shout-out to Shia Rubenstein from all of us here at JM and the AM. All right, uh, yeah, go ahead. So let's go to Kolamit Palel. Um, yeah, why'd you choose this one? Well, it's another one of those versions, right? And um, I just want to mention another song that Heshi wrote, The Silence sure. is Deafening. You can play it some other time, but that's a good title for you when you get upset <laughs> of all these people that are not... Um, Organizations that are not uh... stepping up when they should be. Right, right. <laughs> and but that that wasn't the theme, right? Uh, what, what... The theme it is, but it's a little more specific than that. But uh, we'll we'll discuss that. But over silence the air. is definitely yeah. meaning because of Israel, because meaning of... because of Jewish issues. Right. Yeah. All right. So um, I hope Ellie Gersner likes this version. Um, fasten your seatbelt. It's a little out there. It's called <laughs> Kolamit Balel. It is uh, Izzy's version of uh, that well-known song by Ellie Gersner and Company. As we start to wrap up a uh, new music alert Thursday with both Izzy Kiefer and Heshiar, the album is entitled Uncork the Bottle. We should ask you where it's available, how people get it. All the local Jewish bookstores. It's and, all there. And, and also on his website, mrmmusic.net. mrmmusic.net. In addition, information, people should email you. What should they do if they want info about you guys? Um, what would be the best way to do that? To go to... Uh, Facebook, YouTube, just put in my name and stuff and will come up. You. Yeah. Can't make it any simpler than that, frankly. <laughs> Kolamit Palel, it's JM in the AM. Sit 
אדם מתפלל במקום הזה בירושלים, כאילו התפלל לפני כיסא הכבוד, כל המתפלל במקום הזה בירושלים, כאילו התפלל לפני כיסא הכבוד, או ששעשר השמיים, השמיים שם הוא, או בפתח בטוח, נשמור את התפילה, שר השמיים, השמיים שם הוא, או בפתח בטוח, נשמור את התפילה. במקום הזה בירושלים כאילו התפלל לפני כיסא הקרבו כל המתפלל במקום הזה בירושלים כל המתפלל מתפלל off the brand new Izzy Kiefer volume number A pleasure spending time with both of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I should note both of our guests this morning, both Izzy and Heshi, are veterans of the Israel Defense Forces. Indeed. (laughs) No joke. They're laughing, but this is no joke. You were both in high school in Israel and from there to the Army. That's right. Amazing. And um, then everything else we learned about you, Heshi, is (laughs) to be commended, to say the least. And uh, thank God today everyone's doing. Doing well, fine, and dandy, thank goodness. I want to share one quick story that I think you and your listeners will uh, appreciate. So um, I did my four weeks of uh, non-combat basic training, and uh, the sergeant uh, informed us that we're uh, we're going to a food base because it was in the middle of a war, uh, this piece for galley. We have to uh, unload, unload the trucks with food, Right. and you go with a convoy to Rosh Hashanah or... And then the next day you go into Lebanon and you distribute the the, the food. You try right. to get there before it gets dark or else you get stuck there. Get stuck a few times. So I'm going back and forth to this food base for two months with trips into Lebanon. And this was before I even got into the Rabbanut to get into the to the band. So one day I get there and the guy says, uh, we're fully staffed. We don't need you to do this, but, oh, we can go home. No, you're going to do some construction here. Construction? We look at you. What do we know about Construction. Um, just go to the Kablan, the, the manager, the foreman, he'll tell you what to do. So after a few hours of moving bricks, stirring uh, cement, whatever it is, I finally asked one of the guys, I say, uh, what are they building here? He says, a synagogue. Really? Anyway, fast forward two months later, I'm standing there on stage with Mona and La Katarabanu. In that room? No, in front of the synagogue. Oh, in front of it, yeah. <gasps> for a new synagogue singing in front of the synagogue that I myself built. With your built. That is great. That is absolutely great. Boy, True story. Can't make this stuff up. My thanks to Izzy Kiefer and Heshiar. Congratulations on the brand new Izzy Kiefer Volume 2. It's called Uncork the Bottle. Get it and enjoy it. Plenty more coming up. It's a Thursday at JM in the AM.
with eighth day I see our friends of the Brooklyn Cyclones won last night mazal tov to them <laughs> first victory of the year Brooklyn Cyclones have an amazing partnership with us this season we're encouraging everybody to take advantage of everything they have to offer our community between the kosher food stand 
the Tuesday night fireworks, in addition to their Friday night and Saturday fireworks, they've met, they've made a Tuesday night fireworks night um, for the uh, for the Orthodox community. Um, Jewish Heritage Night coming up the twenty fourth of August. Twenty fourth of August. It is the uh, amazing and incredible Brooklyn Cyclones, and it's just a wonderful family atmosphere at MCU Parks. So take advantage, everybody. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Sprecher and Garfinkel families. Racheli Garfinkel and Yaakov Sprecher getting married tonight to uh, Fagy and Mendel Sprecher. A mazel tov. Everybody who goes into the kitchen click this week, you make sure to mention a big mazel tov to the Sprecher family. Comes from all of us here at JM in the AM. And I believe tomorrow you're actually going to hear Fagy Sprecher. I think it's tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow's show, then it's next week's show. Uh, but an upcoming edition of Naomi Nachman's Table for Two, you're going to hear Fagy Sprecher from the Kitchen Click discussing a whole bunch of stuff. To the Feinstein and Grun families on Ari and Hilney's wedding last night, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM, especially to uh, Ruckel and Ryberl Feinstein. Mazal Tov. And also a uh, Mazal Tov going out to Abba Rosenblum and Miriam Mintz. The wedding was last night. I made a commitment long, long, long ago. It's a great story. Uh, to be at Abba's wedding, and I'm glad I was able to stop by and wish them Mazel Tov last evening. Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast at 25 minutes after 8 o'clock, 70 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of 81. Absolutely gorgeous out there. Don't forget, weekly update is tomorrow starting at 7.40. Weekly update with Malcolm Honeline tomorrow starting at 7.40 Eastern time. Reminder, incredible schedule today. On our uh, network, right after JM and the AM, it's Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness. Spin Class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. Joyce Azria is going to be her guest. And that's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Miriam is joined by Ora's Rabbi Jeremy Stern, the Organization for the Resolution of Agunot, addressing the recent article in Arut Sheva discussing the numerous men suffering under the hands of their recalcitrant wives who won't accept a get. Live lunch starts at 11. We are joined by Naftali Engel of Rebbe's Choice Herring. It's a big food day today on the Lower East Side. That's happening That's happening uh, starting at 11 o'clock for our live lunch. Throwback Thursday, we'll go back to a David Ross performance from 2006. Throwback Thursday. And, um, of course, again, the weekly update is going to be happening tomorrow, 740 Eastern time right here at JM in the AM. Um, Don't forget, the Lower East Side of Manhattan is going to be the place today where Judd's Memphis Kitchen food truck is going to be. Judd's Memphis Kitchen food truck is going to be in front of our studio on the Lower East Side starting at 5.30 today until sold out. 5.30 today until sold out. So if you're on the FDR South and you want to hop off at Grand Street, or if you're in Williamsburg or Lower Manhattan or the Lower East Side, anywhere in the area, stop by starting at 5.30. Judd's Memphis um, Kitchen Food Truck is going to be in front of our studio on Grand Street on the Lower East Side starting at 5.30 until they are sold out. By the way, a happy anniversary to Yoey and Jamie Turkell. Yoey and Jamie Turkell is celebrating their wedding anniversary that's right. We're still calling her our very own Jamie Turkel. We wish them a very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
Bye. 
Oh. 
Jam in the AM. An oldie but goodie, to say the least. From our friends at Schwabel, Scharf, and Levine from the album entitled The Pintaleid. Uh, Thursday morning broadcast here at JMDM. Well, you never know what we're going to be uh, what we're going to be speaking about here. That's one of the beauties of this great radio broadcast. Our good friend Yitzi Katz is with us live via telephone every time there's been a significant upgrade or major changes to the Kosher GPS app. We invite him on, and he goes through some of the things that uh, our listeners should know about and why installing the app is a great idea for Jews worldwide. Yitzi Katz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nathan Siegel. How are you? Baruch Hashem. So I have the app in front of me, and okay. I see, and I see that uh, if I'm looking for a restaurant or I'm looking for a mikvah or if I'm looking for a minion, I- I'm in good shape with this app. Yeah, and what's amazing is where I originally thought, <clears throat> you know, I'll update it, you know, every couple of months. It's become a daily, daily routine. There's so and many. There's so many changes happening regularly. Unbelievable, and and so many more restaurants are opening up. It's it's hard to keep up, and I try my best. I'm very medactic and I'm hashkafa, so I I'm very picky of what I'm going to add to the app. But it's just amazing the landscape of things that are changing, even in Arizona, where for a long time I don't think anything changed. There have been a couple of changes, so it's amazing. Yeah, Seagull's Restaurant in Arizona was the choice at all times. And now right. I know there are other choices as well. So what, right. And it goes to say, and the same is to be said for the other sections of the app, the brand-new Kosher GPS app. You're always, I mean, because updating Minyanim times in different locations and places could, could really be a chore. Yeah, what's, what's amazing is where I, I used to get my information from, you know, Hashkafa sources. You know, the OU would email me and get me information, et cetera. I now get more information from my users through right. the app. You can email me directly through the app, and I get daily at least, you know, 10 or 15 emails from users telling me about the landscape, you know, oh, this place is opening up soon, this place lost Hashkafa, this place is closed. And, wh- yeah. and what, um, what is the geography? Is it the entire United States? What is it? It's the whole United States and Canada, and this one Chabad place in uh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Yitzi Katz with his live via telephone. I, I just installed Kosher GPS. When I did it, it took about 20 seconds. I mean, it's it's really easy. Uh, the, three, right. the three sections we mentioned, restaurants, Minyanim, and Mikvahos, uh, are, are 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 those among the newer features? Because you, you announced a, a few weeks ago that there are new features and better things that people can get on the app. Is Are, these, are any of these categories new, or are there other features people should know about? Yeah, the features that that we're pushing now is if you look at certain, we have about a hundred locations around the country: New York, Jersey, California, Florida, etc. Uh, that are, restaurants are offering discounts, and all you need to do is show the highlighted promotion from the app when you place your order. So it's nice. anything from fifteen percent off to a free dessert with your entree, um, and we're and you know every day we're hopefully getting more and more restaurants to you know, come on board and offer. It's a win-win because it helps entice customers to come into the store and it's good for the customers because they get some kind of discount. All right, how does the user discover that? Because I see that, you know, we could search for restaurants, etc. Is it obvious in each case when someone gets to a restaurant that, that, that there's a special offer from that restaurant? Yeah, right now under the name, if it's, if it's giving an offer, you'll see it prominently uh, highlighted in red. Cool. All wow. right, very nice. So it's really a cool feature, and, and, you know, 
it, it helps just, it's a win-win, like I said. Well, that's a very uh, good service. And hopefully in the very, very near future, we're working on it right now. Um, you know, as I said, I get emails from people every day. And the one thing they always say is, you know, we really would love to have ratings and reviews uh, so that we can make some determinations. So we're adding that type of feature in, and it could be ready within the next couple of weeks. People will literally be able to give feedback uh, uh, on the well, app, and any user would be able to see it. Yeah, well, at least at least they'll get the information and and make a decisive decision on what they want to do. Right. And then eventually we're going to add, you know, uh, you know, the three dollar signs so people know is this a, you know, a, a quick meal or a sit down, you know. Now, in an email you sent me a while back, you said that there was website announcements as well. Is that something that's still uh, in the works, or are we just going app only? Uh, right now, it's the app that we're pushing. I am uh, coming out with a new website, but it's not quite ready. Um, and when it is, it'll be, uh, you know, a very good tool for the traveler. You know, so many people used to ask me, you know, I go to this website to get this information, I get this website to find that uh, hotel, and I get this website to find out this. And I'm trying to pull it all together. So you just have to, uh, like a Google search, put in the search that you're looking for, what city, state, and then all that information gets proliferated. But it's, it's not quite ready, but hopefully very soon. Yitzi, what kind of phone do you need? iPhone, or are there others as well that could, uh, that could handle the Kosher GPS app? Uh, we work on well iPhone, uh, iPad, and Android phones. All right. So if you have an if you have a iPhone or Android, you can get the Kosher GPS app. Like I said, it took me about twenty seconds to install. And the restaurants, the McVos, and the Mignonim in the United States of America and Canada are at your fingertips. Really, as simple as that. Kosher GPS. Everybody, just go to your app store, search Kosher GPS. Yitzi Katz is in charge. You've been doing this a long time, right? How many years is this project for you? Oh, I started probably six, seven years ago. Nice. I kind of did it for myself, but it exploded. So <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> well, good luck with it. Like, keep us informed on any changes, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Okay. Thank you very much. Yitzy Cats Kosher GPS is the app. Highly, highly recommended. Plenty more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Ha <laughs> ha 
Speak. 
J.M. in the A.M. It's the uh, amazing and incredible Lenny Solomon, a Shabbat in Liverpool. Before that, it's uh, Avram Fried with Bring the House Down. J.M. in the A.M. wishing a mazel tov to the um, Sprecher and Garfinkel families in the big wedding tonight. Mazel tov. Everybody who goes into the kitchen click in Brooklyn, make sure to uh, mention mazel tov to Fagy and Mendel and the entire family. Uh, later today... Actually, just five minutes from now, Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness, Spin Class with Michael Fragan, Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs, That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach. She'll speak to Rabbi Jeremy Stern from ORA, Organization for the Resolution of Agunot. Uh, they'll talk about the recent article which discussed the numerous men suffering under the hands of their recent recalcitrant wives who won't accept a get. Live lunch will reunite Miriam Wallach and I for the first time in God knows how many weeks. Starting at 11 a.m., we'll welcome Naftali Engel of the Rebus Choice Herring into our studio. Throwback Thursday will be from 2006 with David Ross from JM in the AM. Weekly update tomorrow starting at 740 with Malcolm Honeline. Don't forget that today, starting at 530, Judd's Memphis Kitchen Truck, the food truck, will be in front of our studio, the Nahum Single Network Studios on Grand Street in Lower Manhattan. Uh, they'll be here from 5.30 until they are sold out. 5.30 until they are sold out. All right, that's happening today. Starting at 5.30 until they are sold out. Judd's Memphis Kitchen. And um, if you're on the FDR South, you want to hop off at Grand Street. If you're in Williamsburg, Lower Manhattan, obviously the Lower East Side, come on down and enjoy. Wrap things up with Derek Achim. It's JM in the AM. Thank you. 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Whoa. I knew we'd get it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew we'd get the right theme song there at some point. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JM in the AM. Uh, Charlie Harari's next, followed by an amazing lineup. Don't forget live lunch. Uh, Miriam and I are going to welcome uh, Naftali Engel of the Rebus Choice Herring into our studio. Maybe I'll get a chance to even try a piece of that herring, which would be cool. On um, Friday, tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time, it's Malcolm Holmline with the weekly update. Make sure to join us for that. Happy anniversary, Yoey and Jamie Turkel. Jamie and Yoey Turkel, happy anniversary to you. And don't forget, everybody, Judd's Memphis Kitchen Truck, the food truck, will be in front of our studio 5.30 today until they are sold out. Come have dinner in front of the Nahum Single Network Studios, 5.30 today until they are sold out. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Single reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.